This is the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Jesus appears to the disciples. Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and I put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, my Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. The Gospel of the Lord. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. This is such an interesting time. I'm calling it the Great Pause. It's something like the feelings I imagine the disciples must have felt as they were staying at home, they were distancing, they were, some of them were afraid for their lives, and so they were staying safe. The great pause. We're in a time such as that. And like the disciples who were given the opportunity to encounter the risen Christ as Jesus literally moved through walls and came and met them where they are, where they were, we too are given the opportunity to meet the risen Christ right now. Um, we have the opportunity to come through this great pause um, that is very challenging for us in a good way, in even a better way than we can imagine. So in this time, I believe that we, like the disciples, are being invited to move into the mystery of Christ. And that means spending the time in a very sacred way, in a very mindful, purposeful way. Um, not necessarily just binging on TV and um, trying to find things to occupy our time, but to actually be very mindful of how we're spending our time right now and, and to witness to ourselves if we're even willing to encounter the risen Christ. Um, I think it's a time that we get to do this. Uh, we get to do it in a quiet way that we have not necessarily been able to ever do before in our lives, where the whole Lent and Easter season, uh, we're in a great pause. So here we are, we find ourselves um, in this time that I believe we're being invited to wake up, 
to move into a different level of consciousness as we um, have this retreat time. Um, you know, if we think about the monastic communities over all the millennia, uh, they love retreat time. They like um, to find the opportunity to go inward into the cave of the heart and to find time to be quiet with God. And so we can actually view this as a time of blessing. I know there's a lot of um, tragedy happening around the world. And some of us have know people who are experiencing pain. We know people who have been sick. We, we may even be touched by people who tragically have um, lost their lives or their loved ones to COVID. So it's not an easy time. Uh, and, and collectively, we uh, are grieving that. But I also believe it's an invitation for us that in addition to that grief, um, we move into a state of compassion and to be very mindful that this time is actually a very sacred time to pause and go into the cave of the heart. And what's been coming up for me over these, these last weeks has been uh, this sense of really wanting to connect with what's most important and that is in relationship uh, with ourselves and with others and with God but also what's coming up is you know I think people are waking up all over the world of how interconnected we are that there um, this virus has no borders um, we are all in this together this is both a local issue and it's a global issue and none of us um, can say that you know it's only one person's problem. It's all of our, it's all of our uh, concern, and we um, all of a sudden we are now a global community and a compassion that so many of us on this call are working to bring compassion uh, into the world. This is a beautiful time for people to begin to move into that um, state of being compassionate, to wake up to that compassion. And that compassion is not just for the people, but also for the animals who are beginning to come out and wander around because everything is so quiet. And compassion for Mother Earth, she is crying for us to take care of her. And all of a sudden, our skies are clearing. And, you know, the animals are getting to enjoy Earth again with the people, you know, not wandering so much. So there is such a, there is such a beauty that's also happening in the midst of the tragedy. So um, uh, it makes me think that uh, there's always two sides to everything, right? There's always, you know, there's a dark and a light. And together, when we're integrated, we have to bring all of it in, uh, all of it in. And this is a time of deep integration. So it's an invitation for all of us to move into a very deep integration of everything that we're experiencing both locally and globally, what's happening out there, what's happening in here. It is not separate. So where the consciousness is changing around the world right now is that we are no longer um, able to see ourselves as separate. And um, we're shifting because people are realizing that and there's there's really no way that we can anymore believe that we're separate that uh, we're not in this together and so there's a beauty there's a beauty in that that the separateness is dissolving and one way that the theologians talk about that separateness is duality 
And duality is a way that we think of the world. Uh, we think of everything, the way we perceive everything is that there's us and them or good or bad, um, you know, spirit and matter. And the reality is that that duality is dissolving. The seen and the unseen dissolving. They both exist simultaneously. And that's what Jesus was trying to say to his disciples is you may believe because you see me, but blessed is that person who believes in even when they don't see me. Because the reality is he's still real, whether we see or don't see. And that's what we're experiencing. We're actually experiencing that all over the world. And we get to experience it in the Easter mystery also, not just in the virus. So I think it's an invitation for us right now to truly move into a sacred time and, and pay attention to what it feels like for that separateness and that duality to begin to dissolve and break down because that's what's happening collectively. Uh, some people are going to resist that, um, but we have, we have the invitation to not resist letting go. Uh, of the duality and to move into a greater state of consciousness and awareness of um, our interconnectedness and the inseparability of all of God's creation. And it's so beautiful to imagine that the consciousness is moving from this state of fear into the heart and into a wiser way of knowing. And as we're collectively waking up, what we're doing is moving into a higher state of knowing, which is tapping into the third eye, the wisdom, the intuition, the greater state of knowing of our connectedness to everyone, our connectedness inside of us and outside of us, it's all one, and our connectedness with God. So this is actually a third eye rising moment. The great pause is a moment of wisdom rising. And so there's this beautiful invitation for us. And I'm not discounting in any way the deep, deep grief that we're experiencing collectively. And that's, that is so appropriate for us to feel for humanity right now and to experience that compassion. But at the same time, to move into a higher state of knowing, a higher state of consciousness is really what's happening. And so we have this invitation to do that and to imagine what is possible um, as we're in this shift that's occurring around us. What is possible when humanity works together, when humanity sees that we're not separate, when our borders, we see that those borders are, um, they're constructs, right? But they're not, they're not the ultimate reality. Um, so when we move into the third eye, we're moving into a, a greater flow of spirit consciousness. And it means that we're moving into a state of trusting and seeing more clearly. And so it just so happened that on my um, third eye chakra card of my um, yoga prayer cards, I have this beautiful um, way of uh, describing what happens with the soul when we move into spiritual awakening. And so I just want to read this one sentence. When spiritual awakening happens, we flow with spirit, seeing clearly and trusting. 
that we will be given what we need exactly at the right time for divine will to be done through us. So in this great pause, we have the opportunity for divine will to flow through us and out into the world. Jesus says, blessed are those who don't see and yet believe, who can trust the unseen, who can trust the experience of spirit and wisdom and imagination flowing from divine source through us and out into the world. That's what we're invited into. The resurrection of Christ is real and we're experiencing it right now. The risen Christ is here, there, and inside of us. And may that be our most beautiful truth in this time of awakening. In Christ's name, amen.